Monday. Monday. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, at namely Monday uh, with a M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. Yes, that's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew. Over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90S. And uh, if you'd like to watch this show Visually, you can find us on YouTube at namely90s.com slash YouTube. Oh, gosh, this uh, it's the February 1990 episode. Um, Always rough when we get into the early 90s because I wasn't a sentient being at that time. I I was less than a year old at this point. Um, Yeah. it's it's gonna be and on top of that the the stuff that they went over it's like there's just like a tiny gap between the end of the 80s and the early early 90s that yeah i don't know like gulf war and um you know the ussr actually existing because by the time we got to kindergarten while they were still on the map uh they had disbanded <laughs> true uh yeah it's it's a rough time but we we muddle our way through it usually by just playing random games that aren't really that pertinent after we talk about the stuff we know nothing oh, about yeah. um <laughs> but uh, before we get started uh, last monday after our episode aired uh news broke that dustin diamond the actor who played screech passed away from cancer at the age of 44 i believe um so mm-hmm Mm -hmm. we're going to pay a little tribute to him later on in the episode, but, uh, I guess RIP as, as he was the only original cast member from saved by the bell to not be in the reboot, which is for some reason is doing well on Peacock. I, I wasn't aware of this, but that's what the, the media is reporting. How? Right. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm as surprised as you are. Um, I guess he will Hmm. not be making an appearance on that show. Um, I guess not unless the circumstances are really bizarre. (laughs) Uh, You never know who they're who they're not above digitally recreating. Uh, That's true. Um, But I hear you have some pretty big news. uh, Yeah. um, As we mentioned last week uh, rewinds back my youtube series uh which you could find at on youtube by going to rewindshow.com um i it's been a it's been a hectic week i had my thursday episode i, was, I had wine shipped to me from missouri and florida which are the teams that just played in the superb owl this past weekend and Missouri. Yeah, um, so those didn't reach me until Wednesday uh, for my Thursday episode. So I had to shoot and edit it all, all that evening, which 
was stupid of me to think was a good idea to say the least. Um, my internet went out when I was trying to upload my Tuesday episode. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, which I was also doing last minute. You know, it's just, it is a sign of quality that I, I do all these just so down to the wire. It's like being back in school, uh, you know, procrastinating until the very last possible minute to get stuff done. It's it's very very exciting, but it always worked out, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> mostly yeah. That's why I dropped out and became a winemaker. Um, so yeah. Um, what about you? Anything? Anything going on in your neck of the woods? I heard it's snowed. Um, not, no, it's actually unseasonably warm now. It's like fifty degrees, which oh, is weird. I guess weird. I was on the east coast. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I drove my car basically full speed through a car wash the other day. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the long ones where there's people in there to wash your car for you. Or, <laughs> well, it's one of the long ones that's that's got the brushes and like the uh, the thing from the ceiling that brushes your car off. Yeah. So I went to this new car wash and I mean, it's like every other car wash. You put your little card in the thing. It says, okay, proceed forward. The person like guides you in and then you're supposed to put it in neutral uh-huh. and take your foot off the brake. Yeah. Well, my car is kind of lumbering and slow, so I drive it in sport mode. And so like I clicked it one notch up toward neutral, which should have been neutral if I was in drive, but I was in sport. So I just pushed up into drive, like let my foot off the brake and just like cruised at idle halfway through the car wash and then the lady's like yelling at me she's like neutral <laughs> so i put it in neutral and then i put it in and she was like okay we're gonna they had to like hit the button the this alarm started going off and i had to put it in reverse and they like ran me through it again <laughs> like wow this guy's a that's moron. nicer than to, so. to let you go through twice that that's not yeah yeah I just remember like going to the car. This is a really fast car. Wash. <laughs> that was my exact. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was like last week. So I went through it again today and I was like, okay, neutral. Did they remember you? <laughs> no, I think it was a different lady. I was a little bit scared to go back. <laughs> I would definitely find a different car wash to go to if I were you. Kind of reminded me of that, of that episode of Top Gear where they take the uh, the convertible people carrier into the car wash and it's like starts on fire. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good times anyway, pu- public service announcement. Do not go through the parking. Uh, sorry, the uh, the car wash in drive. The more you know, da, 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 da. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to add it in. And now for for future episodes, I'm just going to use that clip of you doing trying to do it. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> uh, oh, well. <clears throat> Shall we get into the body of the episode? Uh, uh, yes, I've always wanted to get into a body with you of 1990. Hmm. Yes, well, it's, it's uh, February 1990. Take it away. All right. Tra- travel back with me, if you will, to February of 1990. On the 3rd, we have Sean Kingston, American reggae rapper is how he was described when I found these birth dates. And YouTuber Zach King are born. Uh, on the 7th, another YouTuber, Sean McLaughlin, also known as Jack Septicai, is born. I, I watch some of his things sometimes. He's a... What got in his eye? <laughs> septic. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, his logo is like a, a an eyeball, floating eyeball with like green goo around it. It's kind of gross. Also on the seventh, the USSR. Uh, the, sorry, the USSR Communist Party agrees to allow opposing political parties um, in Russia, or excuse me, in the USSR, because that existed back then, like we said moments ago. And also on the 7th, Lisa Leslie, future WNBA superstar, which I've dyslexically wrote, written down as WBNA, um, <laughs> scores 101 out of her team's 102 points in the first half of a high school basketball game. The opposing team refuses to play the second half, which robs her of beating the 105 points in a single game record. Um, at the time, the current record is 113 by a single player and, uh, they lose, uh, the, the opposing team lost 102 to 24. Okay. I, I just thought that was interesting. Um, cause no, I, I, I mean, I'm not a big basketball fan. Any sport where you can get a hundred points is stupid. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> A hundred points, but really? Fair, okay, that was a hundred points by herself. I know, but like my point is, okay, I think soccer takes it too far the other yes. way. But it's more exciting when scores are more infrequent because when you just spend the whole game scoring, like as a fan, I feel like you're like, yeah, hey, they scored. Oh look, they scored again. Oh look, oh they didn't score. Oh they scored. It's like what? Okay, this is boring now. I, I don't know. That's just me. I mean, uh, basketball is not my favorite sport either, but it, it almost is more exciting than just walking, watching them do nothing for 90 minutes. <laughs> I know. I, basketball is outrageously popular, and I guess it's no wonder that I don't like uh, I mean, it. I haven't watched a basketball <laughs> game since uh, the Seattle Supersonics were robbed from Seattle and turned into the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, all I know is I rail on basketball all the time and people are like, no, actually, it's really popular. You're, you're wrong. I'm like, okay, is it well, though? Whatever. Why is it on TNT? Yeah, why is it on TNT? And why is Charles Barkley uh, commentate on it? <laughs> so on the 11th, uh, Nelson Mandela is released after 27 years in prison. Uh, parking ticket. I, yes. No, uh, I mean, <laughs> in that area, definitely as a black man, you would get thrown in jail for 27 years for that. Um, in on the 12th, Super Mario Brothers three is released for the NES in North America on the 14th. Perrier water is pulled from the shelves after a lab found benzene in them. Uh, more than 160 million units are recalled worldwide. That's uh, a recall. I did not even know about. It's the, um, you know, the whole thing like uh, Jack in the Box had the whole E. coli scare yeah. and Chipotle. And uh, um, what's the other one? There's another really, I can't remember the other like high profile one, but where that's Oddwalla. just now what you associate that place with. Yeah, Oddwalla. Like you just associate that company with E. coli, yeah. even though yeah. I still eat at Jack in the yeah. Box. And, uh, you know, Oddwalla is sold to Coca Cola. Um, the Perrier is owned by a different company now. Yeah, it, but you're still just like, um, I don't know if I should have that food smoothie from the grocery store. 
Yeah. But like back in the 1960s, people just washed their hands in benzene, like scientists <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> like it was fine. You just used it for, and, and they didn't know that it was dangerous. Yeah. I mean, um, how do we, how do like, we know that just wasn't what they were doing uh, at the Perrier facilities for, but everything was so dangerous back then. Like I remember um, like you look at those old textbooks, from like a chemistry textbook and there's a picture of the author in the back and it's literally a guy smoking a cigarette like in the chemistry <laughs> next, next to an open valve with gas going. <laughs> yeah, he's just smoking a cigarette like that was totally cool back then. You know, wash his hands in benzene goes home for the night. And gets oh, I mean, that's only a couple decades removed yeah. from still boiling your water and drinking alcohol predominantly instead of water. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but I just I, more people should do stuff with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. I feel like that'd be entertaining. Yeah. I mean, you just go back and watch French films if you're really into that stuff. On the 16th, Abel Tessafe, also known as the American recording artist, The Weekend. Um, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, <laughs> there's no E between the K and the N. Uh, he's born. Actually, I, I like a couple of his songs. Uh, I think it was the Starboy album. He sounded very much like Michael Jackson in that one. Yeah, some of his music's not bad. He's just a super weird guy. Yeah, well, I mean, most it has to be most said. creative, po- highly popular creatives are, aren't they? True. And finally, on the twenty first, Danny Elfman uh, wins a Grammy for the Batman theme uh, from the Batman nineteen eighty nine movie. This is the theme that's repurposed into the Batman the Animated Series when we watched that for one of our Christmas episodes. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. A funny story about this. I I remember in because I was in band in middle school and um, I, I sat next to Ben, uh, not that Ben, but the other Ben. They're both my, my friend Ben. And um, we I was like, hey, I figured out how to play the Batman theme song last night and I played that version of the Batman theme song. And he's like, that's not the Batman's theme song. And he he does he starts playing the Batman from the sixties. That's the old yeah, one. I was yeah. like, What? Because <laughs> at that point I didn't know about um Adam West and his crazy Batman antics. But I did watch Batman the Animated Series pretty regularly. Um, well, he did grow up in a, or live in a house that looked exactly like it came out of the 1960s. So other Ben, other Ben, dang the one it, that lived, didn't know lived ben. in our neighborhood. Okay, you referred to the other Ben before by name, so yeah. Oh, did Sorry. I? Yeah, anyway, well, that's that's ben. why I said other Ben. I said not that Ben, this Ben. ben. We've been we've been talking about this for a while. Yes. Now. <laughs> uh, so TV premiering <laughs> in February of 1990. Yeah, weird, right? On the ninth, we have the Brady's, which is the second Brady Bunch sequel series, and that got canceled. Second sequel? Yeah. Oh, the gosh. first was apparently originally a mini series or movie called uh, The Brady Wives, um, and that did not go over well. Uh, neither did this since it was canceled after six episodes. Um, and then on the 18th, the death of the incredible Hulk, which was the last of the sequel straight to TV movies from the seventies, um, Hulk movies, uh, that premiered, you know, starring Bill Bixby and Lou Frignolo as the Hulk and David Banner. 
And in the box office, on the ninth, we have Hard to Kill, starring Steven, Steven Seagal. On the, also on the ninth, Loose Cannons. I have no idea anything about this film. I just saw the description, which I am going to read to you right now. The film is about a hard-dosed cop who's teamed up with a detective with multiple personality disorder to uncover a long-lost Nazi sex tape. This is where it lost me. Featuring Adolf Hitler, which would jeopardize the political future of the German Chancellor-elect. You can't see my mouth. My jaw just hanging open as you read yeah, that. I got to lost Nazi sex tape and I was just like, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of garbage is this? Who is in this? I'm sorry. This is, I, I, you can Google that. I didn't, I didn't bother to even keep going. Oh, I, it's a comedy. It, yes, isn't it's it? a satire. I believe it's said. Oh, it's got Gene Hackman and Dan Aykroyd. One of the great lost Dan Aykroyd movies. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, I thought it was a serious movie. Oh, no. So no. <laughs> I was like, what? No, did I not include the word satire in the, oh, I did not. Uh, I may have no, missed it. I, I didn't include that in my, my notes that I sent you. Let's see what the rotten tomatoes rating is. What is it? Um, which one are we looking at? The audience score? No, the one on the left, the Metacritic. The tomato, it's it's zero. Is it one of the other ones that had zero? No, that was that was Metacritic. That was um, oh, but no, I do not believe that was one. Um, I need to know. <laughs> I'll let you figure that out. It doesn't come up. I don't know how to do this. Uh, well, why don't you riff for a second and <laughs> um. <laughs> um I suck. Okay. Uh, riffing badly. Um, it's weird. We actually watched an episode of CSI that had like a similar storyline. Really? The, the, the Lawrence Fishburne Hitler years. Sex tape? Well, no. It was about like the chance, like the, the soon to be elected chancellor had like some dealings with East Germany that would have precluded them from becoming. It was, it was kind of like this in a way. I think it had some similarities. I watched it last night. And there was a, it actually involved the German chancellor. Yeah. Huh. Creepy. That's strange, but, but not, not a sex tape involving Hitler. And I'm assuming him for some reason. So stupid. Um, no luck. No. Was it loose cannon or loose I, cannons? Loose cannons. Uh, let's just agree that it was bad. Yeah. So bad. You can't even find it on Metacritic. <laughs> they, they can't even bother to critique it at this point. It's so terrible. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> um, and then on the 23rd, there was another movie that I'd never heard of before either uh, called where the heart is. I have to say February is pretty bleak for movie releases. I, yeah, I was, surprised that it was not like because you know it's after it's you're coming out of the winter lull there's valentine's day so there has to be romance and stuff going on um yeah loose cannons it's about a sex tape (laughs) that that's true yeah that's true can you imagine if you took uh your wife to go see that uh, when you were still dating (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, you mean my ex-wife? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um uh moving forward. Let's see. Um on the billboard chart for, for the first week at number 1, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by Michael Bolton gives way to classic Oh, you said classic. I thought you said hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. That's classic. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Uh, Metacritic won't let me get to the movie page. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to protect you. <laughs> uh, I think it is. Um, don't do it. Please don't do it. It's not wow. worth it. Uh, for the rest of the month, opposites attract by Paula Abdul. You may remember this as the music video with Scat Cat, uh, DJ Scat Cat, yes. I believe. Um, which was a clip shown on Family Guy of her going up the stairs and going down the stairs. Yeah, but I think isn't it Peter and he says because uh, I'm dressed like a cat instead of opposites attract. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that part. I love that that's, clip. It's been so long. That was early uh, Family Guy. Uh, number four for the second week in February. We have Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith. Number nine, Escapade by Janet Jackson. Number 10, All or Nothing by Millie Vanilli. If you remember Millie Vanilli or don't, go back and listen to one of our episodes where we talk about them. And number 15, Free Fallen by Thomas Pettyworth. I don't, that's, that doesn't sound right. And number 16, Rome by the B-52s. You know, um... I'm going to admit that for the longest time, I thought that it was R-O-M-E, Rome. Yeah, I was just going to say, is that Rome the city? Literally, no, it's R-O-A-M, as in walk, like going out to Rome. Around, yes. Rome yes. around. Um, so I was 31 years old when I learned that it is R-O-A-M that they're saying. Wow. Uh, which makes more sense than, you know, roam the city when you want to roam around the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. And now in memoriam of Dustin Screech Diamond. Here's the poem. Too many nights. It's been too many nights of being with to now suddenly be without. <laughs> Wait, that's the whole poem? <laughs> So many nights. Yeah. <laughs> so many nights. That can't be the whole poem. It's the whole poem. I guess I did ask for a short one. And that's what she said. And <laughs> the fact that it's so short, but yet still, still is about sex. Just say. <laughs> like, seriously, this girl. Oh, there's one called Seattle. Rest in peace, Screech. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Thanks, Jewel. Thanks, Jewel. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? My name is Michael Rocco. My name is Raf Stitt. And who are we, Raf? We are the host of Straight to DVD. We are a film review joker memeing podcast. That's who we are. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. This is who we are. This is what we do. Come listen to us. You can find us on Instagram at Straight to DVD Pod. That's the number two. You can also find us on Apple Music and Spotify. Where else can they find us, Raf? They can find us wherever they find podcasts, wherever you listen, whether it's, like you said, Apple, Spotify, maybe Google Play. Twitter. Uh, they can find us on Twitter. Uh, same handle at Straight to DVD Pod. 
fantastic. You can follow the two of us on Instagram. Michael, what's your handle? At Michael underscore Rocco underscore. At Raf Stitt, all one word. We uh, we hope you come come join us for some movie chatter, some banter, hopefully some laughs. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. That's about it. That's, that's it. I, there's nothing else for us to tell you. That's all we've got. So uh, we hope to uh, see you all soon. Check us out. Goodbye. And now back to the show. Wow. Um, I feel like there was one thing in there I wanted to say. Oh, is Sean Kingston really just two years younger than us? I thought he was older. No. Yeah. He no. Because he, he was he was he was definitely younger than us. Or he is definitely younger than us. He looks. Hmm. Um. He was like 16 or 18 when that your beautiful girl song came out um okay he had, he had a baby face at the time are we All thinking right. of the well, same person for some reason that's the only thing i had to add to that i don't know why uh so i was thinking i know we've talked about it before and you said you're you're quite terrible at it but uh we gotta we gotta talk about super mario brothers 3 um I mean, I never played it. I, it looks very familiar to me, so I feel like I watched some people play it. Uh, really? You never played it? I Maybe I didn't. I might. Oh, it was on the NES, yeah, It was right? on the original NES. Uh, it's the third in the Super Mario Brothers line. Um, it's, it's best known. I mean, I think this one got drilled in my head because they had an old NES at the daycare I used to go to when I was in the second grade, La Petite Academy. Um, and after school, uh, I would try my best to get there, get inside, get to the NES first and play that. Um, and like the kids had on the wall, like where all the secrets are and how to get through each level. Right. And, uh, they really mapped it out like, crazy people did used to do in the day you, you didn't have the internet you had to you had to figure these things out yourself um but it i think it is yeah. one of the greatest mario game one of the best platformers of all time um the the mechanics you get the tanuki suit which um not just oh not yeah. just the leaf that gives you a tail that lets you fly but you can turn into a statue if you hit down and b uh you get the frog suit uh, which really helps you with swimming there's um i think the whole the whole idea is that it's like a stage play too because in the intro there's like curtains come down and um then they open or something and it's it's like supposed to be either because super mario brothers 2 was a dream and i think the third one's like some sort of stage play which is weird to say since you know you're actively killing goombas and koopas um in the world but yeah some of the best levels is there's an entire world where like all the blocks are four times the size so you have to everything's giant and um kills you i and did they release it for the super nintendo as well so they repackaged the first three all together as um super mario all-stars huh. um so it was a little bit more cartoony looking because uh, they updated the graphics for the Super Nintendo. I think I'm getting it confused with Super Mario yes. World because that's the one I think I've seen a lot because we got that uh, little SNES that has all the games mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one I've seen most. That's, and that's what we played a lot at my house. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And but 
almost as good, but I, I still say Super Mario Brothers 3 is better. Um, and what else was I going to say about that? It's, oh, in college, I, uh, I think I spent like one weekend, uh, with one of my buddies just playing through the game cause I bought it again on the Wii and, um, uh, one, one exciting Saturday evening. We just, yeah. I think it was being my roommate, uh, or me and one of the dorm, other dorm mates. We just, uh, played through the entire game, uh, until we beat it, which was, sadly it took longer than, than it should have. I, uh, my, so I've mostly like, remember the one on the, the game boy, the original game boy, my brother had that. So I kind of played oh, that. Wow. I, we, I've seen a lot of super Mario world. Mm. Um, the kids play the one from the Wii U. What is that? Super one? Mario brothers. Wii U or yeah, whatever one that one that, is. That's the title. That, yeah, that, or, then, that or um, Super Mario Brothers 3D World. 3D World, that's okay. the one. So I saw my five-year-old, he was playing the 64 version, which we've talked about being not mm-hmm. good. But I was watching, he it was showed like one of the pipes that they jumped down or whatever. And it, it was just visibly an octagon. <laughs> like they hadn't even tried. I mean, could you not put a few more polygons in there? Like it, it was just... It was just a, a polygon. It had no sort of like circular <laughs> structure to it yeah. at all. It was terrible. Well, uh, again, that was that was the first 3D platformer of all time, or not of all. I mean, that officially. Um, I know, but they couldn't make it like 16 sided at least. <laughs> I don't know. The, no, I mean, they they were wire. They didn't use wireframes until they got to GameCube. That was still polygons back then. But All right. you know, I, I will let you have your outrage. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you thank you. I appreciate you're, that. you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, wow. We're already running along. Um, well, we started five minutes late. Also, that's what she yeah. said. Um, so I thought we should quickly talk about those, those terrible Marvel TV movies. I guess it's not like I never watched them. I only saw Conan play clips of them every time a new MCU movie would come out and he'd just be like, uh, so we have a new clip from Thor and then they show a clip of the 1988, uh, incredible Hulk movie where he fights Thor. Um, and yeah, uh, there's, there's a daredevils in the 1989 incredible Hulk TV movie. And it's just like, Charlie Cox is on Conan. He's like, well, we have a new clip from uh, the upcoming Netflix series Daredevil. And then it just cuts to like some guy in footy pajamas in in the 1989 <laughs> uh, Incredible Hulk movie. Because for some reason, it was, oh, it was the trial of the Incredible Hulk um, where the Daredevil alter identity Matt Murdock he's a lawyer so either he was prosecuting him or defending him I don't remember but I think they fight they always fight and things have come such a long way since then I mean they still had to paint Lou Frigno up and make it look like he transformed uh, or the the other guy transformed into um, Lou Frigno Uh, also 
He's wearing full green face. Yeah, uh, yes, he is wearing full green face, green body even. Uh, speaking of offensive things, I recently just found out that so in the 1970s Incredible Hulk um, series, Dave, the main character's name is David Banner, but the the comic book character's name is Bruce Banner. Uh, so the reason why they changed it. To why is that the reason I'm glad you asked the reason why they changed it <laughs> is because studio execs thought that Bruce Banner sounded too gay. Are, are you doing the jaw drop thing again? No, I I'm is Bruce. I, I Bruce doesn't see. Okay. Uh, it seems stupid to me. Yeah, uh, this was the seventies. I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> That's that's hmm. all that's that is dumbfounding. <laughs> what a weird time. Right? Yeah, what a weird time to be alive. And and then wasn't like everything was all disco back then. Did it really did it really matter if it was a homosexual name or not? That's the stupidest thing I think I've ever heard. I've uh, I've heard a lot of stupid I've, crap. I've I've definitely heard dumber i i just watched a daily show clip about um what's her name representative taylor oh yeah she's a crazy ass Jew- i think jewish <clears throat> space lasers take the cake um did she say jewish space laser yes. wow uh starting fires of california okay your elected officials folks yep. uh so do you do you have any thought oh i was gonna talk about have you have you watched any of the the marvel cinematic universe the the, the marvel movies tv shows uh which ones are those uh, iron man started it off and Aven- yes. all the avengers stuff and uh most recently i think the last thing that came out was avengers endgame Iron Man, yes. Avengers, no. You didn't even make it to the first Avengers. No, wow. no. How about uh, so? And then right now on Disney Plus, WandaVision is uh, the new new hit thing. Um, is that with Wanda Sykes? Yes, Wanda Sykes <laughs> trying to find the correct <laughs> pair of contacts is the entire premise of the show. Um, <laughs> I bet she makes a lot of really unfunny jokes, <laughs> like we're making right now. Uh, no, WandaVision is uh, Wanda Maximoff is one of the Avengers. She's Scarlet Witch, and Vision is a synthesoid that is also a. Avenger and uh, he died spoilers in Infinity War and uh, so there's just a giant uh, hole in his head and um, because one of the the thing that was powering him was Infinity Stone blah 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 um, yeah so uh, she somehow resurrects him and they're now living in some sort of sitcom war- sitcom world uh, so the first three episodes are just very like the first episode's like a 1950s Dick Van Dyke style sitcom. The second episode's a 1960s Bewitched style sitcom. And then they make it to the 70s and it, it's kind of Brady Bunch-esque, which leads me to my next segue. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a sip of water for that one. <sighs> no, uh, it's it's good. It's um, It's a slow burn, so I would I would suggest 
waiting until you could binge it all if you can because it wasn't until the fourth episode that they started explaining some of the background mystery that's going on because it's clearly something's gone wrong they're they're living in sitcom a sitcom world and then um now now it's like now in the the real world in the in the um in universe real world they're like also watching them as a sitcom and they're like uh what's going on in this town are they are they forcing all these people to be their captives um i i'd recommend it if you like the marvel stuff which you clearly don't so so, uh i i made a game um we're gonna call it plot or not the brady's edition uh, so the TV show, the Brady's is an American comedy drama television series that aired on CBS from February 9th to March 9th of 1990. The series is a sequel and continuation of the original, uh, sitcom, the Brady bunch from 1969, uh, focusing and it focuses on its main characters as adults. So that's nine children that are no six children that are adults and their parents. Oh boy. Um, so what I want to do is, um, we're going to have, since the show only lasted six episodes, I've made up some, uh, different random plot points that, uh, describe the episode. (laughs) Um, I'm going to read them to you plot summaries of, of each episode. And you're going to guess, was it the plot or was it not? Okay. Um, all right. Are you ready? Sure. First one. It's called Start Your Engines. Cindy is a... uh, Do you remember the Brady Bunch characters? Let's just give it a quick... (laughs) No. All right. I looked them up briefly. Okay, so uh, the the premise of the original Brady Bunch is this dad with three sons and a dead wife, I assume, uh, and this uh, single mother with three daughters also with a dead other parent i assume uh they got married together and moved into the same house and it was uh the oldest son was greg the middle son was i want to say bobby uh no peter and then the youngest son was bobby and then on the the girl's side the oldest daughter was marcia the middle one was jan and the youngest one was cindy and there's the classic Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Jan, being the middle child, was always jealous of her older sister. And mm-hmm. C- Cindy was Cindy <laughs> was just the cute one. Uh, yeah, so that's enough of a primer for you. Cindy is a morning radio DJ, and Bobby is now a race car driver. He makes it to the Nashville 500, where he is in a serious car wreck and paralyzed from the waist down. Marsha, her husband, Wally, who has lost another job, and their kids move in with Mike and Carol. That's the parents. Peter breaks up with his business-minded fiance, Valerie, and becomes a playboy. Jan and husband, Philip, try to get pregnant. Greg, following Bobby's car wreck, considers going back to medical school and changing his specialty to orthopedics. Is that plot or is it not? This is all one episode? Uh, so this wasn't a half hour sitcom anymore. It was a like one hour drama. Um, I'm going with not. Oh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. That was a real plot of the Brady's. 
Wow, that is too much for one episode. I'm well, sorry. It was the pilot, so you got to ease people back in. Okay. Um, True. All right. Uh, I'm going to say you need to get 50% correct to to win uh, out of six. So. All right. I'm not. I'm not hopeful. I'm not hopeful. All right. Next episode, we're going to call it Here We Grow Again. The Brady's rally around Bobby in his efforts to recover. The arrival of Bobby's old college girlfriend, Tracy Wagner, helps to lift his spirits. Unable to conceive a child of their own, Jan and Philip adopt an Asian girl named Patty. Cindy is a morning radio DJ and begins dating her boss. Greg decides to stay with obstetrics. I'm terrible with medical jargon after Tracy's pregnant sister goes into labor at Bobby and Tracy's wedding, which is officiated by the same minister who performed Mike and Carol's wedding. Also remember Bobby's paralyzed from the waist down. See, that sounds made up yeah. to me. Was that plot or not? Not. Ooh, I'm sorry. That was also oh, like, a plot from an episode of the Brady's. These, these are all the real plot, aren't they? We will see. We will see. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me know on time if we're going too long. How many do we have? Four more. We oh, can just boy. do. Yeah, well, just, let's do just, two more. All right, two more. All right. Uh, This one is called Bottoms Up. With Carol doing more things for Jessica and Mickey, Wally working overtime with Mike, Cindy debating about a job promotion, Jan busy managing the family's architecture firm, and Peter... Oh, sorry. Jan busy managing the family's architecture firm and Peter, Bobby and Greg working on a new trauma center, Marsha feels left out and unneeded and turns to alcohol for an escape. Was that plot? <laughs> okay. Or not. Uh, not. <laughs> Sorry. That was episode five <laughs> of the Brady's. <laughs> My God. A trauma center. What? Yeah. Uh, well, they're, they're architects. The family, the dad was an architect. Oh, oh, they're, they've designed yes. it. Got yes, it. It's not in on. Sorry, okay. I, I guess I forgot oh, that. Oh man, well I've already I'm under fifty percent, so yep. there you go. Oh, I guess you lose this one. All right, uh, last one for fun since I put in all of this work. Uh, Marsha, Nora, and Tracy open their own cater. Oh, sorry, this one's called the Party Girls. Marsha, Nora, and Tracy open their own catering business called the Party Girls, and their first assignment is a mistakenly Austrian-themed event at the Brady residence for an ambassador who's actually from Australia. See how they flipped the script on that one? Meanwhile, (laughs) Greg and Peter are constantly feuding when their schedules keep conflicting. Greg saves Peter from choking, and the brothers make peace. Was that plot? Or not? It, yes, it's a plot. <laughs> you finally caught on. <laughs> that was the final episode of the six-episode run of the Brady's. <laughs> okay, there is not this much happening in anyone's life. This—it's uh, ridiculous. It's out oh, of control. Oh yeah. Um, well, it's—it's just—it's a sitcom family that turned into a one-hour drama. What do you expect? The, the reason it ended after six episodes is because everything in the freaking world that could have happened happened in six episodes. <laughs> That's a good point. They really didn't time that out well. 
too many names. Yeah, uh, I guess you. I I don't even remember half the the people's names anymore. Um, yeah. And on that bombshell, I, I guess that's it for this weekend's edition of. Sorry, this week's edition of Namely Nineties. This is Monday after all. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Since again, this is Monday. Thank you for listening to us on Monday. Uh, We've established, in fact, it's Monday. Yes. Find us on Twitter at Namely90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at B. Schwitty and at Namely Andrew and tell us what you want to tell what us. Wow. And tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. You can contact us through our website, Namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Marsha, 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 Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts at. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. He loses. And we'll catch you next time.